Welcome to Politics Done Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning to the great state of Texas. Good morning to the United States of America. Good morning to the rest of the world. And of course, to every nook and cranny where our 100,000 watt transmitter gets to you, whether that be Northeast Texas, Southeast Texas, Northwest and Southwest Louisiana, we are going to have a great show for you today. Yes, last last program yesterday, the AT&T uh, outage kind of caused us to miss out on our, of our man on Thursday, Neil Aquino. Well, Neil was kind enough to wake up another morning early, not necessarily That's happy, right. but but he he did it for us. But before we go to Neil, let's go to the studio to say good morning to our geniuses with the expectation that we have a word of wisdom from the one and only Jack who had a great conversation with his dentist yesterday. Good morning. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Uh, due to the following special AT&T presentation, you will hear nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was on the news yesterday. They said, oh, it was a software update, like a nationwide outage on AT&T. Holy cow. I mean, so, yeah. yeah. Some of these software updates, man, you got to watch them. I've had some Windows updates cause some problems, too. So anyway, good morning, Egberto, and good morning to Southwest Louisiana. Good morning, Egberto. Good morning, uh, Neil. Good morning, my brother. Now, what's the word of wisdom, my dear, dear uh, Jack? Well, the word of wisdom is look out for people trying to scam you. I got a little follow up on my colon guard box I got in the mail. Oh, wow. I called the uh, I called the number finally after they were hassling me through text to get that kit sent in. And when I asked who the provider was, that was uh Cynthia ordered the uh, the kit. She lawyered up on me. She told me I have to get a lawyer to uh, get that information. So I just what? said, "Well, don't get that kit back anytime soon." <laughs> really, forget this garbage. So anyway, that's you buyer beware. You know, if something shows up unsolicited, you better you better you know do some investigating. Put it right into the trash can. That's where it's going to go. Now, did she really use the word uh, you have to lawyer up to go ahead and, and, and find out who sent you that kit? No, no. Uh, what she did is when I asked her who the provider was, she said I would have to get a lawyer to, oh. to access that information. So she lawyered up on me. Mm. Yeah, I got you. It, it, it is amazing. And you know what? It's so sad about it, Jack. These people know uh, the, the 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 Medicare uh, people know that they're being scammed by these private companies with all these different things, and it is sad. They know what's Very going sad. on, and it is well, sad. Is, Jack, I'm concerned that they were trying to steal your DNA so they could clone you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would be Howard Reynolds, the guy that sent the kid. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Know, I could use. I could use a clone of Jack. Believe me, this man does incredible work around here. And he was sorely missed yesterday because of all the connection problems. And that, I mean, I could have said, Jack, can you can you reach over here and fix this? 
Well, my presence just makes things run a little smoother, I guess. It you does. Know, you know, I, I'm dependable. I'm dedicated to this, and and I'm I'm gonna be here for a little while longer for sure. Just exactly why I'll never know, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, I thank you too, man. I, Jack, I did a little meme. I'm gonna put it up a little bit later with with um what I call our team. Uh, I got a, a you know when we were talking, I said, hey. Uh, people ask about, you know, they, on the video, they see me, but they don't see you and Howard. So I went ahead and put a little square stuff that says our team with your names there so that they actually can see what our people look like. So I'm going to put that up on the on, on the page sometime soon. But anyhow, perfect faces for radio. No, you guys are handsome, just like Neil Aquino sitting back here in the background, waking up. He's a the handsome dude as well. You know what? What can I say? We're a bunch of handsome dudes out here trying to, you know, tell a we're little a bit of, of truth. We're a bunch of silver foxes over here. Well, you know, yeah. the thing I often get mistaken for Cary Grant. <laughs> are you? Ah, and you know what? That's actually true. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't surprise me at all. Doesn't Mr. surprise Grant me at all. What are you doing here? Well, you see, I've got this new acting job on the radio. <laughs> anyway, man, Eric Hayes, welcome to Politics Done Right on on uh, on the the chat. And beforehand, you know, Neil wrote some blogs and has some words that I really want to uh, talk about. Before I get to Neil, I just want to say, folks, because you know, given that Jack was talking about going to the dentist and etc., I want to give a, a sort of a warning to our entire audience about dentists. All right, I there was a dent. I, I was a, at a CEC meeting, the the um, county, the Democratic County Executive Committee meeting, and there was a dentist walking around there putting out cards. And I looked at her and I said, you know, um, how are your rates for taking care of your teeth, etc.? And she said, well, you know, if you really want good dental care, you have to pay for it, right? And I mean, it, the, the fact that she, that that's the kind of tonality I got right there, it's told everything. Now, let me tell you something. I've been to dentists over and over again, and they want they, every time you go there, they want you to do something is always wrong with your teeth. You may have cavities, you may have a chip and all that sort of stuff. And their solution to that is always one, that they have to do a root canal. And two, they have to put a crown on. And the reason why, that's an easiest way to make a whole lot of money off of you. I remember in the old days, you have a cavity, they do a little drilling and they stuff your cavity and you're off to the, off to the races. Not a thing to worry about. Now it is always a procedure to maximize the income of the dentist. Yeah, I know their school is expensive and all of that, but that is where we are at in medical care in this country. Go to a dentist, you won't leave there without something being very wrong. So People, please beware. Whenever you get medical care for anything, remember that you are just a source of income for most of these corporations that employ dentists to do the work. Even in the private ones, they're consolidating into consortiums to, to, uh, to, to do the job. So please don't lose your shirts for uh, health care. We are here fighting to change healthcare into something that is what it's supposed to be affordable. Uh, just listening to Jack this morning kind of got me a bit. So don't don't let them snow you. Anyway, uh, Neil, oh, before we are in fun drive, folks, please call 713-526-5738, extension number one. 
look, yesterday I didn't make my quota. I need to make it today and some. So, or, you know, maybe Sandy will kick me off, man. So please, please give us a call at 713-526-5738, extension number one, and contribute whatever you can. I would love you to do uh, that five bucks a month, the sustainer $5 a month and say, hey, I don't even miss $5 a month. I can buy you guys a coffee a month and I don't miss it at all. But for us, it means everything. $10 a month as well. You know, $15 a month. You can get our t-shirt for $100, the KPFT Politics and Right t-shirt. That's $100, uh, just a $100 contribution. Or you can have coffee with Egberto. That's $250. We, I think we already have two or three of those uh, uh, two, uh, for coffee with Egberto. I'll drive anywhere in the Harris County or the Houston metropolitan area, have coffee with you, sit down and have a good chat. And so, I mean, this is all to try to raise some funds for the station. 713-526-5738. Neil, sorry for having this long intro, but I asked you to come on today again because the telephone system messes us up and you always have some wise words for us. Talk to me. Right. I if, I were, if, I were, if I were Trump, I would have said I'd been silenced and uh, they'd, they'd rigged the phone system. I'm, I'm, I, I want to say hello to everyone. And I, 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 I'm looking at a map of Louisiana. We always reference Louisiana. And uh, so if, if you're in Hackberry, Sulphur, <laughs> Lake Charles, <laughs> Minton, uh, we 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 want your we want your call. If if you call and pledge, I'll uh, we'll 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 even give a few minutes to Caddo Parish and the politics. And it's the only part of Louisiana I've ever uh, been to. Um, the neighboring parish, Cameron Parish, near which is near Port Arthur, has uh, wildlife refuges and swamps and bayous, and it's just just like you picture Louisiana, um, Louisiana to be with the you know with with the with all the intricate bayous and swamps and alligators and all that. And it's very, very, but if you're in Hackberry or Creole, uh, give, give us a call. We're, 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 we're happy to, uh, we're happy to serve you with our, with our transmitter and all the alligators as well. And pelicans. <laughs> anyway, listen, uh, real, you, you wrote an article about uh, what's happening at the border with, uh, with, with the governor Abbott, uh, taking over right. 80 acres and you have some thoughts about that why don't right. you score us up on that right so this is on uh, this my effort is the houston democracy project it's at houstondemocracyproject.com and we're we're speaking to uh, speaking to inspire and motivate uh, and inform pro-democracy coalitions in houston have conversations about uh, voting self-protection organizing and and what we need to do and so something that really got my attention week um a few days ago uh, the governor is building a big camp for texas troops right and we have something called the texas military department and they 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 which is incredible in itself and uh, this is at the border of eagle pass where the folks want them out in shelby park they've, they've inhibited use of shelby park a big community park in that community and i saying that this border camp uh, his forward operating base, I think called it, like we're in, like we're in Iraq, uh, giving his troops at the border a place to live. And he held a press conference, one of his usual press conferences, with our uh, National Guards people as props. And on, on the blog, the Houston Democracy Project blog, is, is a picture of the governor with about 15, 15, I think they're all men, 
with uh, machine guns and whatever they are and giant pieces of camouflaged equipment. And it's an 80-acre facility. Texas This is from a press release. The Texas Military Department acquired 80 acres of land in Eagle Pass to construct a forward operating base that will house up to 1,800 Texas National Guard soldiers with the ability to accommodate 500 more. And so, you know, they've been different states have been sending their National Guard here, right? So I think sometimes it's a token a number, but we're we're getting in this habit of, of, of sending National Guard to each other's states. Um, a camp. So in, in my blog, I reference a, um, a columnist named E.J. Montini from the Arizona Republic. And he's been listening to the same thing. And this, this, is, this is a little bit of what he said. It's difficult for us, most of us, to imagine a nightmare scenario in which platoons of National Guard troops from states with cooperative Republican governors marched through neighborhoods in Phoenix, Glendale, Mesa, Flagstaff, and Tucson, conducting fascistic immigration sweeps. But it's easy for Stephen Miller, who was Trump's senior advisor on immigration, easy for him to imagine it. The number of personnel needed to find the migrants Trump would detain them in internment camps and process them um, is, ast- is astronomical, as is the price. Miller said the goal would be to deport 10 million people who he, who he called foreign national invaders. And you, you see they keep talking about birthright citizenship. You can lose citizenship. You, you, you look at a history, World War One, World War Two in Europe, people thought they were citizens of one country. That citizenship would be stripped. Um, people had all sorts of different citizenships. They had no control of it. The, the columnist writes, the formula is fairly straightforward. Dehumanize whole populations stage military neighborhoods, round up un- undesirables, and build internment camps. And, 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 and the last thing of, out of my piece that references, Donald Trump wants to use red state National Guards to invade Democratic voting states and big cities in Republican states. They are talking about this openly. This is, this is part of the second term plan. And Mayor Whitmire wants to bring, just as an aside, Mayor Whitmire wants to bring these DPS troops into Houston streets. So just think about what Greg Abbott's troops would be doing um, in a second term, uh, in a a second Trump term, or even if Biden wins, as he may well, even if Biden wins, I don't find it difficult about red state governors cooperating with each other, sending the National Guard in the each other's into each other's states. The infrastructure of force and repression that animates the American right is being constructed right before our eyes. We should believe what we're seeing. You know, it is sad. Uh, and I mean, I don't, you know, there are times that we don't act until uh, it's too late. There, what gets to me is they're normalized. You know, people say, why are the Trump, uh, the Trump folks saying so much right now why are they bringing up why is alabama taking away the envitrio rights why why are they telling you all these things that would seem to uh to hurt them they are trying to normalize all these behaviors all these things that they're going to do so that when they actually if they are able to take power when they do it it won't be a shock and people then won't react because they have been hearing it before. That's why there is the Project 2025 by the Heritage Foundation mm-hmm. talking about a whole lot of this stuff. And folks, if you don't know, 
if you want to know what their plans are, don't listen. I mean, some people say, well, that's what you liberals are talking about, but that's not what things are going to be like. I simply ask you to search Project 25. You can start at Wikipedia with Project 25 or go directly to the Heritage Foundation, the premier conservative uh, rag. Go to the Heritage Foundation and research Project 2025. And all of this is mm -hmm. there. I mean, uh, it, it is just amazing. It is simply amazing. I understand that our uh, our uh, station managers online, Sandy. Uh, come on in, Sandy. I thought Sandy was online, but maybe he's not there quite. Sandy yet. is online. He just has oh, to okay. learn how to unmute. You know, <laughs> Talk to me, unmute. Sandy. It's Friday morning. Good morning, everybody. I hope everyone is doing well. We are in the final Friday, or what we presuppose to be the final Friday of our winter marathon, bankathon, pledge drive, call it what you will, our opportunity to continue KPFT in Houston as we gather the funds needed to pay the bills to make that reality continue. Currently, we have 104500 $42 is supplied by 617 distinct donations this drive. A lot of money, but we still have a, another oh, little over uh, $45,000 to go to make that goal. So we can begin here with the first pledge of this final Friday from you. Call 713-526-5738, option one, or mouse it over to kpft.org and click on that donate button and follow the bouncing cursor and uh, help out to fund KPFT as we try to get to May. That's all we're trying to do here is to tank up and get to May. So we're looking for the first pledge of the morning. That could be you. Remember, sustaining pledges, best thing to do, $5 a month, $10 a month. You leave the credit card open until you say no more, but it's got no termination date until you decide there is one later down the road. If you join on that basis, a sustaining basis, your pledge will be matched with a $50 bill, and your name will go in the hat for a drawing for the final pair of Lyle Lovett, Jesse Dayton tickets at Anderson Fair on April 20, 420. It, it seems like uh, it's couldn't even be real that those two people would be performing at such a small venue, but they're doing that to support your community radio station. And we're so grateful to either one. Tickets went so quickly. I couldn't believe how fast they went, but there is one pair left, and that's going to be uh, doled out by a blind drawing from all the people entering this drive as a sustainer. Little extra incentive for you out there. It, keeping KPFT is not enough. But again, we're still looking for pledge number one on this Friday, 713 526 5738. Egberto? Yes, extension number one, folks, 713 526 5738, extension number one. And remember to say that you're contributing in the name of Politics Done Right for. KPFT. Now, let me just say, uh, I, I am looking at that blank screen that uh, that Sandy was talking about right there, and I'm still looking for that first contribution. I want to call your name out. I want to say thank you so much. And you know what? At the end of this drive, for all the folks that have donated to Politics Done Right, 
I am going to I'm going to prepare a special video of thank you for you guys because I can't tell you how uh, thankful I am for those of you who wake up at six in the morning and decide to tune in. I mean, you can tune in anywhere. You decide to tune into Politics Done Right. I'm honored to that or for that. And, uh, you know, so I, you know, I, I, I want to say a special thank you to all of you that, you know, uh, uh, Robin will send out to you at the end of the um, at the end of the fun drive, which I think I think Sandy says ends next week on Thursday. Is that correct, Sandy? Next week Thursday is the last day, I believe. That's, if we get that, that's the that, that's the exact plan, Egberto, to shut it all down. So this we have seven days, including today, to make that goal. Time is running short. If you have not yet contributed, and no one has yet this morning. Um, no one's contributed today. Be the first, but if you have not yet contributed, this is really a good opportunity for you to do so here on this last Friday of the drive. It's hey, we're the gateway to the weekend. Some of you even get three day weekends and may have the whole day off. Some of you have to go to work today. No matter you what know, we, you're doing, take PFT as your companion. Keep it that way. Uh, absolutely. So we have Eric Hayes on this. Uh, Eric Hayes, uh, the the my conservative brother that gives me a lot of hell, but I love him to death. We're gonna be going to have some coffee. Uh, I think or sometime next week. So uh, thank you for supporting uh, our our thing here. You are well. You've always been a part of the PDR Posse. You're now also a part of the KPFT PDR Posse. So thank you so kindly, my brother. Um, and Neil, before we go ahead and do some more pitching, where are we at, Neil? You know, sometimes we sit back here with all the work that we do for activism, both in informing people and likewise trying to let them be aware of, you know, people are so busy, right? They don't have the time to do the right. You and I and Sandy and, 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 and others, you know, Howard and Jack, we've dedicated our life to do this kind of stuff, right? Uh, the, but uh, most people don't have the time to sit down. So they have to reach reliable sources that can go out and do the work and that they can have trust in. And one of the reasons you don't see me, I take a lot of the stances I take with, let's say, our right-wing brothers is, who did you develop trust with to mold your mind? And we have to take that into account. With the work that you do, what are you seeing out there on the ground? Are you seeing that we're starting to become effective in truth-telling? What are you seeing? Well, this uh, talking about these things and does does require an infrastructure, and it requires some 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 time. Um, KPFT and needing uh, needing needing the pledges. There's a lot of time and effort. Uh, I've, I've been privileged enough to be a part of the show now uh, for about five months on Thursdays. I'm a contributor myself, and there um, the infrastructure of. Um, Boning up on the issues that Egberto does, studying the issues, thinking about it takes time. Takes time when you're not on the air. The production team, um, it all it all takes a lot of time. And it, and actually, an issue is, I think, to get some of your question, Egberto, that um, paying activists or paying uh, the people who do this work is is really important. Um, there are there are a lot of these models where we volunteer for candidates where we volunteer causes is really based on exploitive labor models, frankly, um, where we rely on the same volunteers over and over and over and over and over. And we don't even think that they need to be paid or we don't think about it. 
or we do the work ourselves and think we don't need to be paid, and that that's not accurate. So, uh, what you're hearing from Alberto, uh, uh is 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 really true. And KPFT and the resources, and think about activists and people you know uh, in your life. They need they need resources too. They need resources, and that's that's actually a very important decision. Um, I think we're increasingly having. Now let me let me say something, and you know I can I can sort of spin our our um, pitching into some reality for people to get. You know, right now we sit back. You know, I talked to you about Project Twenty Twenty Five. I haven't read the old document, but I've read enough about Project Twenty Five to know its dangers. Right? Um, uh, we talk about about the things that are going wrong in the society today. And we always ask the questions. You hear a lot of my right-wing brothers call in and they will be so sure of the things that they're saying, right? And there would be a modicum of truth in what they're saying, right? I remember Joe called in yesterday and he was talking about pretty much wanting to just stick it to the system. And I get it. (laughs) Believe it or not, I get it. Because... The system in general, left, right. No, actually, it's not left and right. It is, uh, it, it, it is establishment is so enthralled with a community that's based on exploiting us in a manner that we don't even see. That I get why these things happen, but how do we inform people about it? Right? You have those of us that dedicate ourselves to activism and say that we're going to do the information, but the thing about it is. They are. They have also dedicated. The, the people who inform them are also dedicated to activism. Just the activism for another group. Our activism is the activism for the masses. Our communication is to tell you what's happening for the masses. Their communication in general is indoctrinative, and I can give a perfect example of why it's indoctrinative. With one of the things we talk about here all of the time you know when when you hear this the simple thing by the way i'm i believe in a private sector i believe in all that kind of stuff i believe in people owning their own businesses and having freedom i believe in all of that but when they come and they try to tell you that the only place that can be efficient is the private sector and they they inculcate that in your minds right you sit back and you then start to you start to look at government as that thing that is bad, right? As opposed to saying, wait a minute, there is a there is a necessity and a place for government for things that need to be done in a certain way. Healthcare should be government. Why should healthcare should be government? Because, well, you can't ask to, you can't shop around about illnesses, right? You will get sick at some point in time. And when you get sick, Whoever is controlling you has a monopoly on your life. And therefore, the profit and the supply and demand profit and loss statements don't work in that field. And we have proven it by our healthcare system being so defective. But they will teach you otherwise. We are here to show something else. So, Neil, when I tell you that, you know, there, uh, you know, we, our job is important and necessary. You understand it because you do it. And I hope that others that are listening to us would see what we are trying to offer. Not what we're trying to offer, but what we offer here. Neil. 
Right. That's exactly right. And that's this. Um, this is a channel of communication you'll be lying on. You know, we, we are on. We're all uh, many of us. Some of us old enough to remember at the dawn of the Internet, we were told this is going to be wonderful. You're going you're going to have weird information. And um, we don't. Um, uh, yes, you Google around and maybe maybe you can find the facts you're looking for. But we see that Twitter's been bought bought off by um, someone on the extreme right. They're talking about eugenics and and just purely outright racial stuff on Twitter that we and we see on Facebook, which is also Threads and Instagram, that they're de-emphasizing political content algorithm and not recommending it to people. Um, this is a channel of communication you'll be able to rely on in an authoritarian moment. It's a commun- It's a channel of communication you can rely on. Uh, day and alternative structures are difficult to maintain. Um, I read that in, a, in an article once, repeating it. Alternative structures are difficult to maintain, and um, and and maintaining KPFT and this program with a donation dedicated to politics done right. The whole station gets the um, gets the money helps helps preserve a channel of communication, and that 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 spirit of communication. Uh, uh, you see how Alberto, you call. We're talking about one thing and you want to talk about the other thing that the show will move to that. Uh, folks are free here to call and talk about thing and, and, and the show will glide over to what to what that what that caller wants. And I think as we move deeper into authoritarian uh, uh, um, threat and we move deeper into where uh, local news is gone, that the value of KPFT in this program becomes becomes more clear. Absolutely. So, you know, I, I, you, you woke me up on something that you just said, Neil, when you hit local news, right? Local news ain't all that local other than sensational anymore, right? If it leads, it bleeds. Or rather, if it bleeds, it leads. I mean, uh, we get the false, with a false sense that crime has been exploding over the last several years. Yes, well, cl- cl- crime went up during the pandemic, but uh, crime has reached some sort of a normalization area. Most people have never encountered crime in their lives in this country. But still, as Neil pointed out in his blog, we use 40% of our budget in, in, in policing. 40% of our city budget budget whatever happened to put in some of that into investing in people those are the things that we talk about where we 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 tell the truth about uh things so that you would elect the right people to do the job but before i continue here i want to tell you guys give us a call at 713-526-5738 una vez más 713-526-5738 extension one to donate extension two to come on air by the way are you listening and there's something that you want to tell me you something that you want to talk to neil neil uh jack or anybody about give us a call 713-526-5738 and that is extension two to be on air i have a, a couple of videos to show but i don't want to do that today it's in the newsletter go to politicsandright.com slash newsletter to see what the prepared program for today is all about but today we are going to stick with Brother Neil here and our studio as we talk reality and as we also fundraise in a manner that, well, you understand. 713-526-5738, extension number one. Hey, buy us a coffee a month. You won't feel that. Five bucks a month. Five bucks a month. Uh, it's called a sustainer. Uh, do that now. It's leveraged. What that means is that if you give us five bucks a month, somebody has already agreed to add $50 to your yearly contribution. $10 a month, 
is two coffees a month or so. Folks, uh, you don't feel that. It's more than you give. Uh, it's l- less than you give to a whole lot of other things that you and I both know that uh, that y- you do without even thinking. 15 bucks a month, whatever you can. And by the way, we also have bricks. Do you want to memorialize, memorialize yourself on the sidewalks of KPFT? Please consider a brick, 25 bucks a month, and you get a four by four brick, $50 a month. You get an eight by eight brick with whatever insignia you want with your name on it, if you so desire as well. Look, we have so much to offer here as, look, the monies that you pay is more than the gift that you get. Yes, the gift is a token of appreciation, a, say, a way of saying thank you. Uh, we appreciate that you are doing what needs to be done to get this platform continued. I'm going to throw it right back to the studio, and then we'll come right back to Brother Neil Aquino. Well, thank you, Egberto. Um, not, not much going on here, making sure the tin cans and string are holding up. But I did want to talk about the sustainer program that we have. Uh, for $5 a month, that's $60 a year, $0.16 cents per day. You can't even feed stray dogs on that. $10 a month is $120, $0.33 a day. Still, you can't feed stray dogs on that either. $15 a day or $15 per month is $180, 49 cents per day. Cheaper than anything you can possibly imagine. You can't even get penny candy anymore. So sustaining the radio station is the best thing you could do. 713-526-5738, extension number one. And also, when you become a sustainer, $50 will be added to each new sustainer donation. So that's a pretty good deal. And also, I wanted to talk about the uh, our Mana Food Pantry uh, food program, the food drive. It hasn't received a whole lot of love and a lot of mention, but we are doing that right now. It benefits the Mana Food Pantry for the third ward. Uh, we are looking for non-perishable foods for uh, KPFT to put in a big old box and take it over there and feed the hungry in our own neighborhood. That's what KPFT does. Uh, we give to the community. The community gives to us. It's mutual. It's it's a two-way street. We give back to them. They give to us. And that's what you get with Community Radio, KPFT. Now back to you, Egberto. Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely so, folks. Uh, we, we cannot do this without you. Uh, Neil, so what's going on in the prime? Oh, wait, well, folks, we haven't had a call either. Uh, we haven't had anybody call in and hit extension two to be on air yet. And also, we don't have a contribution yet. So before I bring Neil on, I want to ask you, if you haven't given before, please look deep in your heart and, 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 and ask yourself, can I afford to do a little? Can I afford to do a little to support what we're doing here at the station? Uh, please uh, ask yourself, can you dig a little bit and say, I will support uh, KPFT via politics done right. Uh, 713-526-5738 extension number one. Uh, primary, primary us up, brother Aquino. Aquino. So the, uh, the party primaries are going on and early voting ends March 1st. What's going on today and over the weekend, this weekend is the only weekend of early voting. Primary election day is March 5th. A Tuesday, and I'm 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 here looking at the Hobby School of Government poll, 
that just came out and that made some uh, news and if, of the tight Democratic races or the big Democratic races where Shantir was leading from Og 58-21. So that, that was a hopeful result. Uh, Lizzie Fletcher leading Pervez at one, uh, 78% to 11. So Pervez, uh, for a variety of reasons, many of his um, have not has has not caught on. Um, Molly Cook, a guest a guest on this program, is tied with State Representative Jarvis Johnson at 18%. Litton, who's who's been running an energetic campaign, actually, um, is at 14%. The one thing I want to note about this poll is um and and Jack Sheila Jackson Lee's ahead of Amanda Edwards for the 18th US House District uh, 43 to 36 so uh Amanda has gotten the third candidate in there one of the things i wanted to point out about this is um our county attorney Christian Menefee um has a primary opponent and he's at 41% and the primary opponent is at 7 uh, and 45% are undecided. And one of the things I always note about these polls is the large proportion of people who have never heard of the candidates. Uh, um, these, these, these candidates are around for years and years. And this is a Democratic primary electorate, right? So this would theoretically be a more informed, um, a more informed group. Um, um, but very frequently, there's substantial portions of people who have never heard of the candidates and I, I think that's tied into when we had our mayoral election last year with two uh, two famous candidates locally, Sheila Jackson Lee and John Whitmire, that the turnout was only 17 percent citywide and there was no extra turnout for any of them in their home districts. Um, and I think I think it speaks to two things. Uh, one, the public could do a little better, um, I think, in being informed on some of these candidates. And two. Um, these folks are in office for years and years. Uh, not Menifee. I, I like Christian, and he's, he's in his first term. But the mayor, uh, Mayor Whitmire, and Sheila Jackson Lee are in there forever, and um, and fail to excite people. Um, and so that's um, and I think that gets to some of the issues of 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 democracy and uh, low voter turnout, and and some of the things that uh, weaken our own side of the aisle, as as the right openly talks about. Um, Taking away all our rights. Well, you've been working uh, with a new group, actually, uh, that I think a lot of us are a lot of us progressive are a member of. Give us a little bit of rundown. You've been doing some uh, videos, etc. So there's a group. Uh, there's a guy named Alexander Montava who lives in Fort Worth, and there's a group called Texas Grassroots Alliance. And um, my Houston Democracy Project is part of it. Daniel Cohen has been a guest here in Divisible Houston. Um, Clayton Tucker, the Texas Progressive uh, Caucus. Um, there's sorts of people. There's a woman named Shirley Shaw who writes a blog, and she's head of Black Lives Matter uh, in New Braunfels. She's activist in Waco, Texarkana. Um, the Poor People's Campaign, there's a woman named Danita Jones. She's in Dallas, and they have a big action in Austin on our second. Uh, the Reverend William Barber, who's been a guest on the show, the Poor People's Campaign. And, and what I've been doing with Alex is we've been we've been doing uh, one hour or, or, or shorter video shows that are on uh, different platforms, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and all that. And we're trying to form principles of communication outside of candidates, outside of some larger nonprofits that very often are affiliated with candidates. We're being open about our need for 
for money to sustain the work. And we are trying, we are really actively, the Texas Grassroots Alliance, trying to find ways to reach people with, with a message that isn't, isn't filtered through some of the, not just the mainstream media, which, which sometimes does do work, but not just not filtered through the mainstream media, but not filtered through, um, through candidates, the car- elected and the corporatocracy. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And now, there's so much talent out there. The reason that. I brought that up, the reason I brought that 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 up is because when you mentioned that the voter turnout and so many of the people don't even know the candidates, a lot of that is, again, mm-hmm. when we talk about local news, the local news don't do that. The candidates, uh, whether for monetary reasons or otherwise, don't get to do that. Other, we have to develop other structures to really inform the public so that the ones who have the machine to inform don't have sole rights to the people's ears and eyeballs. So, I mean, I wanted to bring that up about the yeah. Texas Grassroots Alliance for folks to understand that there are, there are activists out there that are doing things to inform. And what again, inform. Now, we're at 640 this morning and we don't have our first uh, donation yet. Um, I want to ask you to please, again, dig deep. Uh, please go ahead and and think about this. The the right, uh, Donald Trump, and I, I'm you know Joe Marcinskowski. Sorry for bringing Donald Trump up again, brother. I know where you stand, but I must. Donald Trump went ahead and or, or folks in in working with Donald Trump went ahead and set up a GoFundMe. That GoFundMe in mm-hmm. no time raised, I think it's at a near a million dollars right now. Yeah. And it, it has a whole ton of low, you know, small donations from people who support the cause. Okay. I want you guys to think about that. The people that are fomenting, the people that are promoting misinforming you have no problem raising money from those who are ill and misinformed. You that are our base listeners, whether you're on the right or on the left, most of you are informed and you come here to be further informed. And you know what, folks? We also need the same, the same impetus that they have to support misinforming you. We have to have our truth tellers support these projects as well the ones that are telling the truth and that is you and i I am being as honest as i can we need your support for programs like this so that you don't sit back and say how can those people be so ill-informed why do they think that way well we haven't had the investment to do the job and where does that come from? You. It's not, it is just the way it is. And let me get Sandy back on and then we'll continue. Hey, Egberto, right here. Hope yes, sir. Hear me okay. Hey, folks, that's right. We are at this point where we started this morning. No one has called, which is a bit of a mystery because this program is being supported so well on this fun drive. We do need to hear from you. We do have a $400 goal on this program. And now that we're in the final seven days of this winter fun drive with a long way to go, time for all of us to start 
thinking about the longevity of KPFT. We will be 54 years old on March 1st. That's right. That's a week from today. We will be 54 years old. 54 years of listener donations powering KPFT, making it possible for you to hear Egberto, his guests, me, Howard, and everybody else that you hear on KPFT through the course of the day, through the course of the week. It's only possible because for those 54 years or nearly 54 years, people have contributed. This morning, nobody has stepped up. Today, nobody has stepped up. We're looking for that first pledge. Let that be you. Let the airwaves ring with freedom with KPFT, your neighbors, your friends, providing the information, the sources for music, everything that we do behind the mic. We're local. We're live. We're here. We're here for you. Be here for us at this time of need. Be here for Houston at this time of need. This is our community radio station. I'm Interim General Manager Sandy Wyman, and that word interim keeps going through my head. We're all interim. I wasn't here 54 years ago when this station started. I've been here for 27 of them, but that's only half. Think about all that time and all the effort that went in and all the people that made those donations along the way. Now think of yourself. If you haven't yet donated this drive or have never donated, please pave the path for the future with your call, with your monetary donation. Again, we have a $400 goal on this program. Four of you doing $100, a couple of you sipping coffee with Egberto and discussing you're the issues face to face would make our goal, but we can't do it without you. We can't do it without that call. We can't do it without the funds needed to pay the basic bills to keep that hundred thousand watt transmitter humming. Seven one three five two six five seven three eight kpft dot org. Egberto, you're on the on the national board, on our local board. You're working really hard to support Pacifica and KPFT in so many ways aside from this program. And I'm deeply appreciative, and so are others in our orbit here. And for those of you listening, you should be very proud of the fact that Egberto Willies is on the board, offering a voice of alternative and of reason in the KPFT universe. Please support this program. Please support this station. Egberto, I don't know what we would do without it. I know. We need, we do need KPFT, my brother. We do need, but we have Lynette on the line right now. Let's bring hold, Lynette hold into the, the conversation. Yeah, Lynette, come on in. Before Lynette jumps in, let me yes. thank Jan and Kendall for being the first people to donate today. And they did so on a very generous, sustaining basis. And it, they may have gotten a brick. I can't tell what they've done here, but it's a significant pledge. And we thank you for getting the day going and for breaking the ice. First pledge of the day, Jan and Kendall. Thank you. Go ahead, Jan Andrew. and Kendall, thank you so kindly for so your most so generous much. conversation. We appreciate that. You are the reason we can do what we do. Lynette, come on in. Lynette, how are you doing? Uh, Lynette? I'm good. 
I'm doing okay. I'm going to make this quick as usual because like a lot of us, we're on the way out the door with children and, and work. So I just want to say I'm calling to encourage everybody to give because I'm going to give a little bit of what I can and encourage everybody else to do that. And I also want to say because I uh, I appreciate all of you there at the station because you give us a platform to respectfully disagree. And like any nonprofit, it's, um, it's that's a part of capitalism. You know, we depend on everybody to give their little dollars or the big dollars, which will be great. Um, and so I'm just Carol calling everybody to do that. And so thank you, too, for the economics that you teach us that's put in a very understandable way and everything that you all do. So I'll give my dollars. I just want to encourage everybody else to do the same thing. Thank you, Lynette. I, I, I really appreciate you. You have a wonderful day and take care of those kiddos. Have a good one, my dear friend. Johnny, come on in. The mayor of politics done right. How you doing, my brother? Okay, housekeeping. My my phone was acting funny. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes, sir. We can. Okay. Well, uh, I I am so happy to hear that you are on the board with people like you and Sandy and Magic Jack and Captain Reynolds Rap. All you guys, KPFT's in good hands, so I can be a little bit less anxious. Um, the other day, yesterday or the day before, somebody was calling in a comment to you, or maybe. Steve, with regards to third parties, and they mentioned uh, Cornell West. I would love to vote for Cornell. I really would. As a matter of fact, I said, what the heck? Let's vote for him. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Not the one girl. I said that because of the frustration. But here's the thing that caller may not realize, that our system, designed by the leaders of both parties, is set up to disadvantage third parties. It's on purpose. And so my answer to that, and to avoid future January 6th from happening, is that we do away with the political parties. I've said this before, and I guess it bears repeating, that we need to require American citizens who wish to run for elected office to have them stand on their own two feet and defend their positions, their policies that they wish to enact and how they plan to do it. And when we do that, when we force people to do that, and we do away with corporate funding of of these candidates, and we have it such that when you show up to vote, you could rank the people in order for which you prefer. In other words, you don't just vote for one person and go home. That is so dissatisfying. You can say, here's my first, second, and third choice. And how about this? Put it on steroids. If you want to pay like a five dollar fee to get a sixteen hundred or twenty four hundred uh, character uh, box comment box as to why you're voting or not voting a certain way, and when you do that, you energize democracy. People are feel invested in the system, and you <laughs> you discourage people from doing the unthinkable. They have no reason to do that. Why? Because all of a sudden, politicians become responsive. You That's nailed it. Uh, Jim, Johnny, as usual, there's a reason why we always call you the mayor of politics done right, because you are, in fact, the mayor of politics done right. Thank you so kindly, my brother. I want to thank uh, Gloria. Gloria, muchísima gracias. Thank you so kindly for your kind contribution, my dear friend. Uh, 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738. Extension number one. And we have Brother Jimmy on the phone. Come on in, Jimmy. How are you doing this morning? Fine, Egberto. How are you doing? I am doing fine now that I'm hearing your voice, of course. Love seeing you out there doing. Look, folks, before Jimmy even speaks. 
let me just say Jimmy is a member of the Houston Peace and Justice Center, and Jimmy is out there. He's an older guy that acts like he's darn young. Come on in, Jimmy. Okay, thank you, Alberto. Uh, today I'm calling about these water leaks around the city. We've had one down the street from where I live that's been running for well over a month. There's just gushing water that goes completely over the street. And uh, the city is very, very slow about fixing these things. And I think the mayor and their city council people need to hire a few more people to fix these leaks. It's thousands and thousands of gallons every day. Jimmy. A lot of money. Jimmy, you are so right. And Neil told me something this morning I want him to articulate. When the mayor wants to get something done, they can. And what you're saying is so true. Listen to what uh, Brother uh, uh, Aquino has to say here. So, 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 sir, you know, that's the this morning because an issue in the news has been those Houston Avenue, um, I, I can't, uh, repairs, the, the, the destruction by Mayor Whitmire of the newly installed work on Houston Avenue uh, um, near the intersection of Houston and Washington, where the city is ripping up uh, traffic and pedestrian helping uh, work that was just completed two months ago. And Mayor Whitmire is spending $230,000 to undo work that cost $100,000 two months ago. And then because they've done the work with such haste, they've had their own water main break and also a gas leak. So I would I would urge you, sir, to call um, all five of your at-large council persons, call your district council person, and, and say to them, um, if Mayor Whitmire can rustle up a quarter of a million dollars without any appropriation process because his buddies um, didn't, didn't want you know, people to be safer on Houston Avenue, the city has shown that it can rustle up resources immediately, um, very substantial resources. And I would urge you, sir, to call your councilman, councilwoman, and say, if Mayor Whitmire can rustle up all that money, how come the water leak near me can't be fixed? And I would... I would email the mayor's office and, and ask that very specific question. Because when Mayor Whitmire's buddies and donors wanted something, that were they have fifth I counted fifteen pieces of heavy equipment um, as of two or three days ago. The mayor rustled up that convoy and tore up that street and appropriated that quarter million in in, in a flash. Because he wanted that is, to. So that is amazing. That uh, Jimmy, it, it, you heard that, right? I mean, it's important that we act now because you are so right. I, I there's a there's a leak right here in uh, on uh, Mills Branch Road here near where I live as well, and it's been running for over a, I think it's probably over two weeks now. So you are so right, Jimmy. Anything else you want to add, Jimmy? Uh, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I, we we call our city council person Mary Nan Huffman and her staff. Say they are also trying to get those leaks fixed, but I would suggest that you get Mayor Widmeyer on this program and and tell him we need to spend more money on the water leaks and and keep these streets smooth and flat. I will try. I promise you, get I Mayor will. Widmeyer on your program, if you can. Jimmy, call Jimmy. Call your five, uh, call your five at large council people too, and ask them. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Jimmy, anything else you have to say before uh, we move on? Well, that's about it. Uh, it's horrible to see these least gushing water for over a month. And, uh, that just should not be happening. You're absolutely right, Jimmy. Uh, anyway, 
Jimmy, thank you for your call and thank you for all you do for the community, my brother. You have a great one. We need to thank Cesar. Muchisima gracias, my brother Cesar, for your kind contribution. And he says, uh, thank you for everything they do at Politics Done Right. Uh, it is actually everything we do because you just did. You just did. Because, my brother, the truth of the matter is we cannot do it without you. We cannot do it without Neil. We cannot do it without Jack. That's just a fact. Hey, I just rhymed there. Uh, not exactly, but kind of rhymed there. We can't do it without Jack, and that's a fact. Ah, that that was kind of. That is for uh, sure. We found out yesterday what was what it was like without Jack. Everything went haywire. <laughs> but you know what he's spinning some spindles with you today tell us about your show that's coming up a little bit later man got a request show coming up at 9 30 this morning called the great wide open the friday party at the radio edition and we're gonna have a really good time taking in requests you know we're gonna hit you for fun drive but you know you can you what station in town can you call up and ask for a song and get it played i would venture to say not many None. if any None. Yeah. Only at KPFT, brother. Only at KPFT. Ronnie and Tom talk about the curated music experience. Well, the listener gets to curate the music experience on the Great Wide Open on Fridays. And uh, I couldn't do the show without Jack. Thank God he's back. <laughs> <laughs> you just rhymed yourself. Hey, he just oh. rhymed. I couldn't do it without, without Jack. <laughs> there, there you go. Hey, Jack, back. what's up? Here he goes. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, he's turning red. Sandy, are you on line with us this morning? We're gonna we're gonna make I, I am. Uh, could you make some sense out of all this? No. <laughs> <It's impossible. laughs> Folks, this is homegrown radio. These are people from your community. Jack, Howard, they live in the area. Egberto, he lives somewhere where the water is leaking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in the area. We're talking about local issues. We're together on this. We are all passionate about keeping this radio station and keeping a venue where you do have this non-commercially guided media source where you can hear conversations like this, where people can call in, where people can request the music. These are, these are things that are disappearing from the media landscape in, entirely as we continue to see the corporatization of the media landscape. One company can own multiple stations in town, and, and really that's what you got. You've got two or three large companies that control much of the media right here in our own hometown, and really everybody's hometown across the United States, should I say even North America at this point. We don't do that here. With your contribution, Caesar. Gloria, Jan, and Kendall, we pushed over the $105,000 mark. I feel like if we were, uh, if I were to use a baseball analogy, we are touching third base and rounding it and heading for home here on our fun drive with one week to go. If we can keep our pace strong here, who knows? Maybe we can get through this this weekend. I had an interesting conversation with the manager in Washington, D.C. at, at WPFW. Yeah, WPFW, in yeah. Capital City. Yeah, they've got the weekend and they're done with their fun drive. They started earlier than we did and they're finishing a couple of days earlier. And I said, well, how's that going? He said, well, you know, we've got about two thirds of what we need and we got the weekend and I'm hoping to make it. We could do that. That's uh, shooting pretty high and I wish them 
luck in D.C. They will survive one way or the other. I hope we will, too. We're in about the same shape, oddly enough. We've passed the two-thirds mark. We're at the 70% mark, thanks to the generosity of 620 people. And, oh, incidentally, Gloria and Jan and Kendall, those two pledges were sustaining pledges, Egberto. They'll be wow. matched with a bill and Gloria and Jan and Kendall. Your names will go in the hat for the drawing on that last pair of tickets for Anderson Fair on April 20th. So, you know, giving and giving back and getting back is more than just this one-on-one when you make that donation. Really, you're doing this for all, all of Houston, everybody listening worldwide. So give us a call. Let us know you're there. Share a few dollars with KPFT. Five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, whatever it is you can do, please do that. Together, we can power this radio station into the future. I am interim. We're all interim. I don't but call you interim, though. Uh, you know, I, because let me, let me, okay, let me, let me come, take, take the, uh, the, the ear board. a little bit. He's on the board and he's doing that. I am on the board, yes, but let, let me just say this a, a, a kind word here for Sandy, because, you know, Sandy, uh, uh, we we've been in dire straits for a long time, and 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 the way uh, Sandy has taken uh, to work with the ship has uh, has just been wonderful in in keeping this place not not just running but in the black. Now again, nobody gets paid now, but still the station is in the well. One person gets paid, but the station is in the black. The station is paying its bills, and that is because. Yes, the leadership of Brother Sandy, but most importantly, because of you. Uh, you have been able to build the trust in all of us that are running this station and this network together to get that done. And we ask you so kindly to come. Oh, we got a station ID. This is KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. Folks, I want to thank you so kindly for being here with us at KPFT. We're going to go a little bit over uh, to, uh, to so we can take a few more calls. 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738. Extension number one to donate. Extension number two to speak. So yes, going back again, the, the team, it's all a team effort here. Uh, very 90% volunteer, more than 90% volunteer to get this done. 99 <laughs> Uh, 99 there you go 99 percent volunteering uh to get the work done so we ask you to call 713-526-5738 we cannot do this without you and you hear us say that all the time we're serious you know it'd be great if we could finish up on the weekend right but we have to raise that other fifty thousand dollars to get us through may you know it's it's every quarter and as we as we get more sustainers, we will be able to reduce the numbers. So if you can give a coffee a month, $5 a month, unlike, let, let, I, I got another quick rant here that I need to say. This is an important rant. A lot of our politicians, when they're running and only one's going to win, but most are going to lose, they get monies. They go into the community and they extract dollars out of the community. Yeah, necessary to run, etc. They take money out. A lot of this money doesn't go to the. As Neil Aquino explained earlier, a lot of this money doesn't go to 
the activists that are on the streets helping these candidates win. They go to high-priced consultants that cost them $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 for the session. That's where your money goes. Your hard-earned money goes to pay a fat cat out there that thinks he knows the community and tells them what to do. When the people who know the community are guys like Neil Aquino, Daniel Daniel, uh, Daniel Cohen, and all these other activists running around Houston. All right. But the people who get the monies are these politicians that pay consultants. You don't know where your money goes when you give them the money. When you give to KPFT, there's one thing that you know. At this point in time, you have one paid employee and that is FCC regulations. Right. One paid employee that keep us on air, keep all the strings and cans going and they don't get that big salary that 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 can be commanded elsewhere. They do it because it's a heart thing. So when you pay us, let me, um, go ahead, go ahead, Neil. Yeah, let me, let me, like so Sandy had said, this station has been here for 54 years. Um, so if you're someone who donates to candidates, you know, obviously donate to a candidate who moves you, but um, candidates come and go uh, and the need for PFT and informed sources remains. And uh, candidates, you know, we talked about low turnout today, 17% municipal turnout. These candidates suck up millions of dollars and don't leave any meaningful structure of uh, civic knowledge or uh, vote getting, turnout, activism, uh, the capacity to act. They don't leave anything behind. Uh, so if you're someone who does make a twenty-five or fifty or hundred-dollar donation, uh, go go for the hundred, go for the sustaining one twenty, ten dollars a month. If you're someone who makes those donations. Yeah, add KPFT to that rotation. KPFT will remain and will inform you when, when uh, frankly, candidates just come and go. Come the primary March 5th and then they run off in May. A lot of these people we're talking about, they're gone and they've left nothing behind. They haven't, they haven't left a meaningful structure behind. The wheel just starts up the next time. But here, here's, something that, here's something that lasts and sustains. And they know, Neil, where the money goes. They know that it's not going into a consultant's pocket. They know that it's going to keep that 100,000 watt transmitter on. They know that it's going to pay the electric bills, et cetera, that we have. Uh, Brian, I've been missing you, Brian. Come on in, Brian. My brother, Brian. How you doing? Fine. How are you? I'm fine. Talk to me, brother. Okay. Well, first off, just like a capitalist corporation, if you don't make money, then they close up. So we wouldn't be able to hear y'all if you don't pay some money to listen to the, the program. It's pretty much that basic fact of life. Anybody that's listening to me should pay some money. So the other thing is, you know, George Soros just bought Axios for $400 million. No, I didn't read that. I, I, but I'll be happy if that's the case. I'm glad it wasn't uh, the guy from Australia that bought it. But go ahead, Brian. Okay, so it made all the news when uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter for how much? $400 million. <laughs> But you don't hear about Axios being purchased by a left-wing uh, activist. Actually, I think – hey, Brian, I think uh, Twitter was bought for $40 billion, not $400 million, right? Okay, well, same thing. Nobody heard about it, right? Yeah. Well, well, you know, you're right, though. I didn't hear about the Soros purchase of Axios. I mean, I, but I'm glad. Go ahead. Continue, brother. So, um, go ahead, Neil. Can, can, I, can I ask the caller? Um, Soros, 
Um, Soros investment firm is poised to take control of Audacity that owns several radio stations in Chicago, including apparently some some progressive um, stations. Is that um, I don't mean to correct you, sir. Is that and I'm reading that on Axios. Is that what you're referencing? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, and it's more than just right. one radio. Station. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, this company six radio stations, including uh, some left-leaning stuff, and he he has uh, he's come in and done that. Correct. So there there's some left-wing media in in Chicago that uh, that'll be preserved, and that's good news. Yeah, I, I I come on, Brian. You know we need to have the conversation. But anything else you want to add, Brian? Before I jump back to uh, Johnny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, he was a minor that shot in self-defense. Yeah, he, he killed two people, you know, he, yeah. He, yeah, uh, yeah, but we knew his name within, what, 12 hours? Yeah. But we still don't know the names of the two shooters in Kansas City, because it doesn't fit the narrative of, uh, who done the shooting. Okay, and, let, I, I saw that, I saw that, Brian, I saw, and by the way, believe it or not, I am going to have to agree with you on that one. I want to know who those shooters are in Missouri as well. And I think when when uh, I think when we do that, OK, we don't need to lie about the truth. Uh, so I am with you there. I think it's time for us to know who these guys are and just, uh, you know, I, we don't need to change what's happening to know that in my case, I believe we are right with respect to the gun issue. But you have a legitimate concern. I've been mean, a legitimate complaint right there that we knew who Rittenhouse was right away and we didn't know who those two guys are. So I, I think I can agree with you on that one. Yeah, it, it, it's not the gun. It's the, it's the people behind it that does the shooting. I know I you want to say, I, I know that you want to say that it's not a white guy shooting up something. So it's not going to make the news that the truth is, I don't know if it's a white guy, Latino guy or whoever it is that did the shooting in Missouri. That's the interesting thing. We just don't know. Uh, yeah, you, you're not going to know because, again, it doesn't fit the narrative. So well, I'm, I'm sure you have other things to do. So I'll call you back on Monday. Y'all have a all right, good thank, weekend. Hey, thank you, brother. But, but wait, 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 wait. Before you go, yeah. uh, I I will, whatever comes out, I will be talking about it. You know I'm a straight shooter. So thank you, brother. Yes. Peace. All right, Johnny, mayor of Houston, come back in. And by the way, before you come in, folks, uh, we don't have much time left. Uh, you know, Sunday allowed us to go a, a little bit further so that we can try to raise some more money uh, in the name of the program. So please give us a call at 713-526-5738, extension number one to contribute. We only have three contributions so far. If you can come and give us a couple more, well, let's say three more, let's double it. I know you can do that right now because folks, we are worth it. I mean, think about it. You get Aquino every Thursday, man. And Aquino always, you know, Aquino scores me up of what's going on in the county, which means you get scored up about what's going on in the county. Let's go to brother Johnny, mayor of politics on right again. Come on in, Johnny, what's up? Brother Alberto, I apologize yeah. for the call back again, but after I hung up, I realized, oh, crap, my brain is letting me down again. I neglected to mention one aspect, one way to help people redirect their thoughts as to the problem we're facing with the way electoral politics is running this country right now. And that is to think about this. Uh, 
the American corporate industrial oligarchy, they love the idea of having a so-called two-political-party system with a spoiler third-party possibility. That's one of the ways they divide and conquer. They not only do things, they fund and operate uh, think tanks and these weakened political talk shows that pretend to be all-around inclusive, and they're not, obviously, if you follow them for a period of time. They absolutely love the idea. They would hate my proposal. They could not stand the idea of American citizens who wish to run for elective office, to stand on their own two feet and defend their policies and how they want to achieve those policies. They couldn't. That's a threat to them, just like mm-hmm. Bernie was a threat. That's why the people who run the parties, who are centrist, they sabotaged Bernie twice in a row in favor of someone who they find agreeable, like Donald Trump, an empty head, mm-hmm. a confection. Oh. You know, that is, that is one of the reasons they don't like things like ranked choice voting. Another version of divide and conquer with the way politics is run in this country. Mm-hmm. That is one. That is one of the reasons they don't like ranked choice voting and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, Johnny, yeah. thank you for calling back and let let me do a quick little pitch here. I'm going to throw it back to Sandy if he's still on the air. Thank you, brother. Sandy, are you still there? I am here, Egberto. Yes. Take it away, um, please. No, we sure we're going into overtime. We will join Democracy Now in Progress. But folks, it is so important that we raise some more funds on this show this morning. We've turned the corner in terms of our fund drive. We're over the two-thirds mark on the way to completing the whole goal on Thursday this coming week. But we need to hear from you. You have not yet called this drive. We need to hear from you. This is community radio. Everybody should participate in this experiment that's listening. After all, it's a resource that comes to you. And I understand if you cannot do it, you cannot afford to do it. Some of us cannot. I mean, that's just the way it is. And the vast number of people that listening are are listening, you get pretty much one of each. And when we've met all of those folks, there's still one more. Everybody has their own circumstance. But if you're able to give up that cup of coffee, as Egberto so eloquently puts it, one cup of coffee a month, five bucks a month, join in on a sustainer basis. Jan and Kendall did that. Gloria did that. The more sustainers we get, the better off we are. The less stress, the less strain on listeners and programmers alike come these periods called Fun Drive because this time we started out with almost $20,000 from sustainers toward that goal. We're pitching. If we had 52,000 people giving a dollar each month, there'd be no need for Fun Drive. Amazing. We giving 10 bucks each a month, Mm. there'd be no need for fund drive. But as it is, there's that need. We're going up to 720 this morning, so we can still thank you in the last six minutes. Egberto, take it. Absolutely. And and we don't want to forget that CESAT also gave a one-time contribution. Muchisima gracias. Thank you so kindly. We we love every type of contribution, whether one-time, whether sustainer, whatever it is, everything count you know you're putting your stamp on the program you're putting your stamp on the station that says yes we want you to be there i'm going to be coming to you in a second and neil about that for a closer but you know it is so important folks for us to support the station we have a lot to talk about Uh, beforehand uh remember we had some videos to show and i i always have this guilt feeling during 
fund drive because i it is always like you know i don't want you to just have to come here and listen to us say give us money give us money give us money i hate that so i i still make sure to prepare a full program whether we're pitching or not and you can go see the videos that we uh, had prepared for today by going to politicsandright.com slash newsletter and we have by the way, we have all the video, all the things from all the past uh, shows, et cetera, that's always there. All the interviews if that you've missed or whatever, you can actually pick that up as well. The visuals and the everything uh, there. And why do we do this? It's out of respect for the audience. So even as we're pitching here, asking you to contribute, like I said, that guilt feeling says, you know, we got to make sure and not only take but give back. And I mean that from the depths of my heart. We have to produce. It looks like we got, let me see if I, I can get that one caller in before I go back to Neil. Oh, I guess it's gone. Anyway, no, Neil, give me a quick. His name was okay. Chris. He had a comment and Jack's going to tell you about it. Okay, Jack, tell me about it. Jack, what, what did Chris want? No, Chris, Chris Saldino just called and said he's going to make a, make a donation this morning. Great. I tell Chris, Chris, I really appreciate that, uh, you know, from the depths of my heart. I'm going to ask Neil Aquino to give a closer and, and also talk about some of that, uh, you know, take 30 seconds and talk about that important work that you do, not only with Texas Grassroots Action, but with uh, it's Texas Grassroots Action that we're in. Right. Uh, I think that's what it's called. Great. Thank you. And, and, and thanks. Thanks to the audience for hearing me out. Um, donate to Egberto and Politics Done Right. And the shit station, um, I'm, I'm involved with the Houston Democracy Project. It's at HoustonDemocracyProject.com. There's a daily blog. Uh, uh, give it a look. Uh, and, and we need to excite, inform, organize pro-democracy coalitions in Houston and Harris County to meet the authoritarian threats ahead. HoustonDemocracyProject.com. And, and, and we can empower ourselves. We can act ourselves. And this program is a great example of that. Now, thank you very much. Let's go ahead and pass it on to my brothers in the studio, my geniuses in the studio. Well, it's been a very interesting morning, as always, and a very good morning, too. Uh, Jack, what you got, man? Well, just to recap, uh, you know, for Texas National Guard, 1800, uh, 1800 Texas National Guard, an 80-acre new military installation going in an Eagle Pass, openly talking about internment camps, 2025 uh, Heritage Society Project 25. Check it out at Wikipedia. And we want to throw it back to Sandy here. So a closer, a closer for Sandy. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Edberto. Thank you, Jack. Thanks to Caesar, Gloria, Jan, and Kendall, and our good friend Chris Champberger. Thank you so much for chiming in, or Chris will, and I'm sure he is, uh, he's a man of his word and a strong supporter of KPFT. Again, if you have not donated this drive, you have not given in a year's time or more, please consider that gift to KPFT that keeps on giving, that propels us further into the 2020s here. We've got to keep this station. There are generations yet to come that can enjoy this. Think of that kid in junior high school or elementary school. Think of your grandchildren, your own children, and what they will be listening to and hearing from and the news sources that will influence them. And then think about KPFT. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. 
713-526-5738, option one, or kpft.org. Thanks, everyone. Look, thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Howard. Neil Aquino, thank you for all the work that you do, for all the callers that's called in. Love you, man. For all our listeners, love you. That's from the depths. We are going to work this stuff together. We are going to succeed. We are going to make this country what this country said it has always been. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.